my friend Gail, a retired registered nurse, found a whole new purpose after her sister died. She began to work with therapy dogs. Wait till you hear her story. Welcome to The Prayer Investigator. I'm Linda Evans-Shepard. My friend Gail Scotes loves Wisconsin, gardening, her husband, and dogs, but she never realized that God had a purpose for her in training therapy dogs. Gail, welcome to the show. Thanks, Linda. I'm so excited to be here, and I am just thrilled to have this opportunity to talk to you today. I am very excited about this podcast because we're going to be talking about one of my very favorite topics in the whole world, and that is dogs. And you live in a world of dogs, but it wasn't always that way. Tell us your story. I grew up in a family of dogs. We've had dogs in our lives since I was uh, 10 years old. And years ago, when my sister was 38, she was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. And in a very short period of three years, passed away from colon cancer. And in the last four months of her life, I lived with her and she had two golden retrievers. And I was just in awe of the way that those dogs ministered to her and how she needed those dogs. And many times, truly, she wanted those dogs with her more than she even wanted her family with her. And one of the things we would do together is we're being animal lovers. We watch Animal Planet all the time. And we were seeing things about therapy dogs. And this was the early years of therapy dogs. It was a new concept to me. And I remember thinking, I remember sitting on her couch one day thinking, maybe someday, because I'm a nurse, I'm comfortable being in a hospital, that maybe I could do something with therapy dogs. And so God opened some doors to me after she passed away. Our church had a therapy dog program, believe it or not. Our church had a pause ministry, and it stands for Pets Are Working Saints. And the most unbelievable story is that between my work with that program and the work that she had done before us, we had, we had trained over 200 pause ministers out of our one church in over 20 years. And I just oh. think it's so exciting to think about all those people out there ministering to people with our dogs. Do you go in the hospitals yourself? Right now, my, my, the dog that I have with me now, Sadie, is going to be 14 next month. So going into a hospital is a little bit too much for her. And so we are going to a hospice house near us. We go once a week. And there are times at her age that I can tell that her visit is a little bit short. But I'm telling you, Linda, about three weeks ago, we went. And it was just before Christmas. And there were a lot of family members there in hospice. I think we were there for almost two hours that day while she ministered to the patients and mostly to the family members who were there. It's just awesome to see what she does. She goes from person to person and she just leans on them and people talk about their dogs. They talk about their past life. They talk about their history. They talk about family members. It's just a beautiful thing. Oh, I just so appreciate the work that you are doing because when my daughter was in children's hospital, we would have people like you come around with their therapy dogs and they would put their head in her lap and she just would love that so much. And so it's so valuable, but I know that you have had yet another transition and it's a transition that you put a lot of prayer into. Tell us what happened. I have my whole story about my years of therapy dog work and knowing I had done something good. And in the year of 2020, we moved, I retired and it was the summer of COVID. So it was truly a time of a, what I call a perfect personal storm. 
And I was struggling and I was wondering, what do I do with my life? And I'm praying and I'm doing Bible studies. And truly one day in my prayers, I heard God say, remember when many years ago, you wanted to write a Reader's Digest article. Now's the time to write. And I'm thinking, okay, how do I write a Reader's Digest article? Then what he did is he came back and told me, no, not an article, but you need to write a book. And Uh (laughs) here I am, no background in writing a book. I had done some professional articles, but that's very different than this. And so I started to investigate. I tried to look at traditional publishing companies. And oh my goodness, at my age, I didn't have time to wait five to 10 years to get my manuscript approved and find an agent and all those wonderful things that people, but it was the early years of self-publishing. It was where it was really taking off, I think during COVID. And so after investigating a number of different places, I went with a school that was an online self-publishing school. And from the moment that I got started, that made the decision to write my book. And when I hit publish was eight months. And Linda, I'm here to tell you that every day I started my day out with prayers. Every day in the middle of the day, I would start with more prayers because I am telling you the amount of new things that I had to experience going through this was just remarkable. I had never been even on Facebook before I started this self-publishing school. (laughs) I had to take basic 101 in this class that I think it was only me and one other person because everybody else knew about Facebook and I didn't know about that. And truly, this whole experience of writing and telling my story and what has happened and being with you here today is absolutely nothing more than a lot of answered prayers. What would you say to people who are interested in following God's purpose and maybe making a switch, a change like you did? I think it oftentimes takes a crisis in our life when we most often know that whatever we're going through in our life at that particular time, that we can't do it. We simply cannot manage this major event in our life without God's help. And truly, the other thing that has happened to me during this time, too, is not only have I had learned to pray for everything and before everything, is I have developed a personal relationship with the Lord that has truly, again, have a peace about me that is truly different than it was even five and 10 years ago. So I, I just think that we need to learn how to wait. That's one of the things that I'm really struggling with when I look back and I think, from the time that I wanted to write my original article to the time when I wrote my book, that was 25 years. That's a long time to wait, but that's sometimes what he asks us to do. We need to wait, but we still need to be hopeful and we need to just be out there. And I think the other thing is to surround ourselves with other believers, people who can give us hope and people who can keep us uplifted because again, times can be tough, but we always have hope. That was so well said. And I know that there are people, their wheels are spinning. They've been thinking about the things that they've gone through and wondering if there is a purpose in it, a hidden purpose. Would you pray for them right now to help them find that hidden purpose God has for their troubles? I would love to. Thank you, Linda. So Lord, we are just so grateful that you are in our lives. And Lord, we just know that at times that we need a little tap on the shoulder or a little nudge somewhere that you are there even when we sometimes feel like we have difficulty seeing you. Help us to be grateful for all the things that you put in our life, those good things and even those challenging things because we know that sometimes we grow the most when we have come out of a very tough situation. We have truly had to rely on you. And Lord, we're just so grateful for the gifts 
that you have given us, each of us different gifts. And as we each serve as different parts of the church, some of us are the hands and some of us are the feet and some of us carry a leash with a dog. And we just are so grateful for every opportunity that you give us to serve in your name. Amen. Amen. And Lord, I want to pray for those people that are going through a hard time who need comfort. And Lord, I just pray that you would wrap your arms around them and let them know there is purpose here and I will reveal it to you. Just trust me through it. And Lord, give them their love. And and I'm with Gail. I say also give them a dog if possible. <laughs> we pray that in the power and authority of the name and the blood of Jesus. Amen. Gail, do you have one more thing to share with the audience? Yes, I'm going to just share something. I can't believe you just said some of the things in the prayer that you just said, because the title of my book is Pause, Purpose, and Possibilities. And so that's the first book that I've written. And I've actually written a second book. I'm in the middle of a third. And my last, my second two are devotionals where I have dog stories. And the subtitle of those are Pause and Purpose for Every Day. So I just think that we do have, we need to pause. And there are times when God puts in our life certain tools and equipment and maybe they're dogs and that we have a purpose that we can serve the Lord. I know people are wondering, how can I get connected with working with a therapy or training a therapy dog? There's organizations all over the United States and most programs, what I like to recommend are the actual certified therapy dog programs. They're online. There's three international ones. I think if you just Google therapy dog um, organizations, you can find that, but it really just takes a person who is willing and comfortable to go out and love others and serve others. I think our dogs pick up on that. And um, you go through some basic training. All your dogs need to do is to be able to sit down, stay and come. They basically need to know that they're well-behaved, mild-mannered, and they love to be with people. And that is what my dog, she just loves to be with people. So you can train your own dog and you can start going out and helping other people. Yes, you can train your own dog to go out. The only thing you have to do is you just simply have to find an evaluator who will then certify your dog to become a therapy dog. All of the organizations online have local people that you can contact to get that information to. Gail, let me ask you this. How can people reach you? You can contact me on my website and my website is pawpurpose.net and it's spelled P-A-W-S, purpose.net. And there's information there about to find therapy dog work, how to get information, as well as some pictures and things. So please contact me. Gail, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I have thoroughly enjoyed this time talking to you, Linda. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> if you enjoyed Gail's story, would you like, share, subscribe, make a comment? Oh, we would love to hear from you. Also, we have a gift for you. It is a beautiful blessing that you can play, pray, and print. Just go to myprint.com. And remember, God loves you, and he wants you to talk to him. See you next time.